Hello. How are you? Welcome to Pigskin Ken's Podcast. We're going to keep it very simple today. And I think this is going to be a weekly installment. I am going to go over the last week of exercises that I put in and see how I feel about it in reference to this impending transcontinental run that we have on the horizon. I have two countdown timers on my phone. The first is for when college football starts, and I show that being as 19 days away. The second is to March 1st of 2023, which would be the first day uh, that I would uh, potentially go on this transcontinental run. And that is 205 days away. So not a lot of time, believe it or not, to go from my meager running status right now to where I need to be in seven to eight months. Let's pull up my City Strides account and see what the last week of activity shows. Okay, looks like nothing on August 1st or 2nd. So the first exercise input is going to be from August 3rd, in which I did 11.86 miles, and it's going to approximate that around two hours. It looks like if you get two hours or more, City Strides is just going to round to the nearest hour. So 11.86 miles, two hours. Then also on August 3rd, I have an entry for 1.29 miles, which took me 17 minutes. Now, on my City Strides account, anytime you see an entry like this, this is just going to be an example of me node hunting. So I was probably just missing one to two streets in a certain area. Actually, I take that back. On this particular example... I was running Big Four Bridge with my uh, six-year-old Lydia. So that was for her cross-country team, and we were doing that. But generally on my account, when you see a low-mileage event with just a street or two, that is me trying to knock out a missed street from an earlier run. So it's just filling in a gap to try to complete my City Strides map. And you will see a couple of those here the following day on August 4th. I've got a .4 mile run that was 5 minutes and a .45 mile run that was 4 minutes. Then it looks like I moved on to a legit exercise on the 4th and I did 10.72 miles in 2 hours roughly. Man, this was a busy week once I got past the 1st and 2nd it looks like. Because August 5th is going to show me doing uh, 8.3 miles, 8.35 miles rather, in roughly two hours. So that was pretty poor effort there. I'm not sure what happened there. Might have just not been quite up to up to snuff that day. Where was I running then? That was Graymore Devondale, so I'm not sure why I did so poorly then. But we all have those kind of days. You know, they're not all going to be winners. I'm not in great running shape, but I'm still not not proud of that one. All right, then August 6th, it looks like I tried to make up for it, and I ran 22.83 miles. 
in around five hours, so like a slowish marathon type pace. Uh, also on August sixth, I did another three miles. That was strictly walking. Uh, after the the big run, it looks like I did three miles in an hour, so that's you know twenty minute mile pace. I felt like I was gonna throw up. Honestly, I I felt miserable. I was really hot. I had forgotten to put on sunscreen. I was getting blasted on the pavement, starving. Uh, made the rather large mistake of um downing a Thornton slushy, large slushy, and a foot long sub, spicy Italian, like immediately after running the 23, 23 miles. So yeah, that was really stupid. And I felt just really bloated. Oh, I had those like Vickers jalapeno chips too. So <laughs> I'm learning, man. I'm learning. Uh, and then it looks like I saw that I was just a little short of 26.2 miles for the day. So I ran 0.38 miles in five minutes <laughs> to top it off on August 6th. And then yesterday, August 7th, right after that crazy day, I went back at it just to see what my, my body would allow. And I, I was proud of myself. I, I busted out another 11.71 miles in around two hours. So summating all of that that seven days of work I come to uh, about 71 miles uh, in about 14 and a half hours which is a over 12 minute per mile pace so again slow pace uh, it encompasses some walking so that's going to really bring down my times but even when I'm really moving I'm still in that 10 to 11 minute mile pace. I'm not trying to go for speed records or anything at this point. I'm just trying to get my body acclimated to as much mileage as I can. This, there's really nothing like this. I mean, you can train for an ultra marathon and it's, it's just not the same. There's just nothing quite like what I'm going to be entertaining here in the spring of 2023 counting this like disjointed marathon that I ran August 6th so two days ago I'm only up to four total marathons in my life my whole life and this endeavor is going to basically require me to run a marathon every single day for about 100 days straight so as much as I may try, I am not going to be able to prepare myself for this. I am going to have to learn as I go. That said, I do want to get up to a pace or a state where I know confidently that I can do a marathon and then the next day do a marathon maybe even like three days in a row, pull off a marathon. I'm not quite sure what my goal is, but I know I want to just increase my mileage. And I may even towards, as we get you know more towards the fall, I may start running two times in a day. You know, maybe do a, a big run in the really early morning and then try to find time to squeeze in a half of that run later in the day. I still have obligations in other areas of life but 
when you think about how I'm going to map this out ultimately, when you're talking 3,000 plus miles and a time window of three to four months, I am going to have to do 30-ish miles a day or more. I'm going to have to. So when you envision it in your head, you think, okay, you put a big run in in the morning, you know, before the sun gets over you. Maybe you stop midday somewhere, eat lunch, rest your body, charge your phone, and then later in the day, you get in a second run to get further along. It's not going to be just run once a day, I don't think. I think it's going to be broken up running and basically just got to keep moving. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a thousand miles or more of this that I'm going to walk. And even that is going to be very, very difficult. But that gives you just kind of a little breakdown of this past week. And let's see, it's August 8th. I'll try to do the same thing on August 15th, August 22nd, August 29th. Try to see where we're at, take a little like week-at-a-time picture of the workout regimen. But I did also want to touch on one other thing here, and that is that I am not ignoring lifting and building up strength for my body during this. I've read a lot from people who have done these things, who have done transcontinental runs and walks, and I've noticed a trend, and that is that many of these people say that they are pretty emaciated by the end of it. Like they are, they look ragged, they look weak, they're thin, haggard in appearance. And I want to try to offset that some by being, you know, as big as I can be when I start it with the assumption that I'm going to be losing quite a bit of weight um, over these months. So I have joined my local gym, which is Planet Fitness, and I'm trying to go three times a week to uh, just build strength. I have a leg day workout, but I haven't done it in a while just because I've been logging so many miles. But I think I am going to try to incorporate legs maybe twice a month instead of weekly. Um, So I'll have a leg day. And it looks like my last leg day was June 27th. So I'm about due for that. Um, but additionally, I've got three other workouts that I utilize. And it looks like chest and triceps. The last I performed that was July 31st. So that's barely not in the window here. It looks like I need to do that the next time I get in the gym, which might be tomorrow morning. Um, I have an ab and glute workout that I last did on August 2nd, and I have a back and biceps workout that I did this morning. So if you're looking at the week snapshot, I got to the gym twice in addition to all the running that outlined the 71 miles and the 14 and a half hours of running. So when you look at that, I mean, that, that's a lot of time involvement. The running alone, you're looking at, what's that, about two hours and 
five, four or five minutes a day of just the running. And then these workouts I have are all running along the lines of, you know, 45 minutes to an hour in the gym. So when you throw in a couple more of those, you're getting up to, you know, significantly over two hours a day of working out. It's a lot. Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I have noticed a little bit of fatigue um, in other areas of my life, a little spillover fatigue. I have so much passion for this project right now that I don't notice it too much. Like I, I don't wake up and say, oh, man, I don't feel like running today or I don't feel like going to the gym. Usually I wake up feeling energized, excited, ready to attack. But I have noticed the spillover into um, the more mundane, like the doing the dishes, the laundry, cleaning the house, doing the projects um, around the home. And I have been slacking in, in that regard and hope to not let that happen. It, that, that's a mental game for me. I need to realize, you know, that's just as important as you're working out. Uh, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it when... I, I exhibit the fatigue when my kids want to play with me because there's nothing worse than, than failing your kids uh, when they're when they're just asking dad to get it, get down on the floor and wrestle with them or play Barbies or go ride bikes, go to the park, what have you. So trying to keep my mental framework tight and say, you know, you're not exercising now. You're not lifting. You're not running. What you're doing right now is you are playing with your daughters. And you need to do the best job you can of playing with your daughters at that point. Even if that's not, your energy level is not 100% of what it normally is, you need to give 100% of whatever you have. Maybe my tank is only on 60% at that point, but I need to give them that full 60% of me in that moment. And that's something that I'm really trying to do and I, and I, I, I truly believe in. So, well, that was a lot. But uh, looking back on it in retrospect, I'm pretty happy with the mileage of the last week. Uh, a little slow, of course, but um, the mileage is good, especially for this point in the training. Very content with that. I'm actually surprised I'm a little behind on the lifting. Um, looks like what the legs was way behind and also the, uh, what was the other one? Chest and triceps. Yeah, July 31st on that. So a little behind on the lifting. Going to try to pick that up this week. Maybe keep the mileage the same or, or even regress a little bit. That's fine. You can't always increase. If you always increase, uh, you're going to run into diminishing returns, and you're going to uh, hurt yourself on the mental side of things. You're going to uh, damage your confidence because uh, you can't just continuously set record after record, mark after mark. It just can't be done. Diminishing returns is a real thing. But uh, we'll see where, we're at, where I'm at on this next week. I appreciate you guys hanging around listening to it. Reach out to me with any questions. Maybe I'll do a mailbag episode here uh, on the next episode of the Pigskin Ken podcast. Keep running, y'all.